0: To Prince Among Queens, featuring your host, Troy Bronstein. In this program, Troy speaks to some of the most talented recording artists in the music business. You'll hear the stories, as well as the stories behind the stories. What's big? What's now? What's next? You'll get the updates right here. Now, here's Troy Bronstein.
1: Hello, everyone. You're listening to Prince Among Queens, and I'm your host, Troy Bronstein. If you'd like to email me, you can do so at Troy at T-BestTalentAgency.com. And if you'd like to call in today, you can do so on 866-472-5787. All right, let's move on with the show. This week, we've got a special guest here. She's performed around the world, and it's a voice that people will recognize in the spoken word uh, house industry. And let's welcome today my guest, my friend, Salida. You there, Salida?
2: Hey, darling, how are you?
1: I'm fine, how are you?
2: I'm doing great, I'm doing great.
1: Good, good, good. Well, thanks for coming on the show and being a part of this.
2: Thank you for inviting me.
1: You're welcome, you're welcome. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, okay, so um, basically for you... Uh, I have on my um, my notes and my research here that you basically um, started singing at the age of seven. That your and your mother made you join a junior choir at the church you guys attended.
2: Yeah, um, we we started with this church, uh, Christ Temple, and so mother put me and my sister in the junior choir. And uh, so at the like the first rehearsal. You know, he's teaching us this little song. I think with Jesus loved Me This, I know, little kid song and everything. And so I knew the song, so I just went to welling. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and they told Mother, listen, that voice is too strong over these little kids. You can't hear them. So next thing I know, they put me in a little white robe on Sundays and had me singing with the... um. With the older choir, and I'm coming to, you know, the older choir's rehearsal during the week instead of the kids' rehearsal on Saturdays, and that's the way it was, you know, but music has always been in my family, so, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it passed on from my grandmother to my mother to my uncles down to me and everything, so that's how it started.
1: Yeah, no, I've got in here that um, within the first two weeks, the minister noticed your talent and he bumped you up to the adult choir. And then uh, yeah. from then, that's basically where you started to develop your soulful voice and, and try to make a name for, for yourself. So yeah, um, w- when that was happening, um, and your, your, you know, your voice matured and you were performing with various choruses, you know, throughout Chicago, um, one of them being the world famous cosmopolitan choir, um, you mm-hmm. toured with them for a while, is that correct?
2: Yeah, I toured with them for a couple of years I was a member of the church and uh that was a experience. I mean before then I had toured with um my high school choir which was a well-known City Choir, which was called the Martin Luther King Jubilant Singer. So we had toured around the mostly Illinois area, you know, doing uh, stuff in choral music and gospel, and and we were up under the direction of Dr. Archie Brown, and he was oh, he was something. He was something, you know, but uh, he honed my sound, you know. He, he really brought that soulfulness and then that lyricalness at that time out of me and everything. And then I joined Cosmo, and they really taught me the the techniques of traditional gospel. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not to just get up there and start singing, because you may be all off-key and stuff, but they taught me listening to the music, getting the vibe of the music and things like that, and with that, I toured with them for a while and everything and it was great and then I left the church and started something else and everything and you know and everything from there you know
1: Now I I've gone in here once you when you left the church and you started um to do stuff on your own um mm-hmm. you started with Robert Connington the Chicago house producer and I guess you had Salida and the Heavy Hitters Was that?
2: Yeah, we started with, uh, it was just me and Robert at first. It was just, we didn't even have a name. Um, Mm -hmm. He heard me, we went out one night to this club called Generator, and he heard me um, singing in the bathroom as I was getting ready. And then a week after that, when we met up, he said, you can sing. I was like, yeah. And he was like, do you write? I was like, yeah, I hear something that I can write. You know, some words to it, and next thing you know, he said, "I want you to meet me at my house. you know, I got a studio and this and, that and another and um I met him, and that day uh he gave me a track um to write some words to and everything, and I took it home and wrote some words and everything. It was a song called "Get It Together," and the next weekend, we recorded it, mm-hmm. and um Everything went on from there, and before you know it, um, we came up with the name Salida and the Heavy Hitters, you know, because we wanted to make a hit, you know, where it was uh, like a statement, you know. With me, myself, I just wanted to do really one record to prove that I could do it because I've been a househead all my life. You know, gospel first, then house, you know, then R&B. So, you know, from disco to house, I was right there in the midst of it in all of Chicago. So um, that was was just it. You know, that's what we did. And before you knew it, um, we started shopping to a couple of labels here in Chicago. That's when Chicago was going through the great uh, house sound. You know, things were kind of toning down. Mm -hmm. It was more the older music was... um, was the big thing you know from the 80s and things like that and from the late 70s and in the 90s things were calming down you wasn't getting out as much product the labels were going out of business they weren't the ones that were were not picking up they were just redoing their catalogs and putting out mixes of the stuff that they had and everything so um, from there we we decided to I was reading a out magazine, I think it was or some some magazine that had just came out, and I saw a, art, a article, a, a promotional page for twisted music, mm-hmm. and um, I got the information and told him. I said, "Hey, send the tape to them. Let's see what they say." You know, and a week after, no, two weeks after, I got a contact call from um, Rob Stefano, you know, <laughs> and. <laughs> from there,
1: from there the, it the it rest is went history. on. Yeah, because the rest is history. Yeah, What's it just that? went on. You had get it together, and then you also did "I Feel It" and "Messing with My Mind," right? As singles on Twisted.
2: Yes, yes. Okay. I so, feel it, messing with my mind, and then there was a, a couple of others that came out on singles.
1: Uh-huh. But then after those three, though, that's when you got your own exclusive deal with Twisted. Then they signed you yeah, as, uh, as Just uh, Salida. No, what was it?
2: Was it after that? No. After uh, those three, Mm -hmm. that's when it was Music is the Answer, I think.
1: Well, Music and the Answer was next, yeah, on there, and then Are You Looking For Me? But that,
2: uh, I showed that that's after you got your own deal. And then I got my own deal with them, yeah, yeah. Right.
1: And then that's where Danny Tenaglia came in, and then Music is the Answer, which was your first big, you know, crossover, worldwide hit, Yeah. yeah. So, how was that, having, you know, uh, your first hit? I mean, the first time you heard it on the radio, what did what did you, did you scream? Did you run around the room? I mean, was it, you know...
2: I How'd sat you, there know? with my mouth open. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And then I started, you know, I was still partying, you know, running out to clubs and stuff. I started hearing it in the clubs. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, that's me. Wow. <laughs> you know, it was just a bit too much. You know, it was overwhelming because, um, you know, singing on a gospel record and with a mix of an ensemble or choir, you know what I mean? You mm-hmm. can't pick out your voice. Your voice is included with all the others, so you know you're there. The people mm-hmm. that know you know you sung on this project. But to hear yourself as um, the yourself, main man. artist, the main singer... That's a blown away moment. That really is. It's a blown mm-hmm. away moment, and um, so I was just totally amazed, you know. And I didn't get a big head or nothing like that. I was just I was walking around in awe for for a while because right. I'm like, okay, you know, this is this is it. This is happening. You know, that's who, that's what the title of the the album came from. This is it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, this is it. This this is happening. Okay, and then I kept. You know, I've always been a person that kind of um to figure out things and communicate things and so forth. So I'm like, okay, what do I want from this? And what you know, what do I what do I want from it? And Rob DeStefano helped me find um my footing as far as my message. Mm-hmm. And that was once I found that, that, that message, that was it. I knew right then and there, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing right now. Mm-hmm. And I
1: have to do it. Yeah, because your now, songs... Now, little did I
2: know of all the challenges, but, <laughs> you know, what well, were you saying?
1: I was saying, yeah, because all your songs, basically, you've got you've got the themes of, you know, the self-love and affirmation and empowerment, and, um, you know, yeah. if 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 you listen to the words, you know, you'll hear all that. Um, yeah. And then, like I said in your intro, as far as a spoken word, because, uh, you know, your songs all have a, that spoken word in them, and... Um, mm-hmm you know it's uh you know it's it, it's different from the normal just a regular song but you got the beat going on yeah. then the beat will kick in and then you have the song and then it might fade back out to just the spoken word again and it's kind of you know um, it's cool on how it just it, it's, Yeah I don't want to say it's, it's all about
2: my life and my journey that's all right. it is I write right. about what I've experienced what I've saw others experience and um just what I want to be in life You know, I want to be happy. I want to be loving. You know, I want to have a good time no matter what I'm doing. So I'm just expressing that in musical form to people who want to hear it. You know, I want want them to be happy. I want them to be loving. I want them to be accepted, you know, without all the struggles, you know, even though struggles come with life, you know, you can still find a light in that rainbow somewhere. That's you know, true, and everything you know. That's very so true. that's that's what it's all about.
1: How was it working with Danny Teneglia for your first you know album and and you know major oh, single?
2: It was awesome. It was awesome. He pulled things out of me. Listen, we started this recording session at like eleven o'clock at night, and at about five o'clock in the morning. Now we did music is the answer. He gave he. Took all the takes on that. The power came with Be Yourself. Mm
3: -hmm. And at
2: 5 o'clock in the morning, honey, I'm sitting on the side of the room on the floor with the mic in my hand just sitting there and singing to high heaven with this song. And after... After that, when it got to be about 6.30, I told him, that's it, baby. I didn't get y'all. I can give you. (laughs) I said, I'm done. I'm done. (laughs) I said, call somebody, take me back to the hotel. I'm done. And when I got to the hotel and I got rested and everything, I woke up, and that was just another pivotal moment in my, I was like, wow. You know, I didn't even know the, um the exposure of Danny Teneglia at the time. I just knew I was working with someone that was Danny Teneglia, and he was really big in New York. I didn't know the worldwide fame, none of that. I just was coming to do, you know, this is what I do now. You know, go to work. This is what you do. And that's what I did. I didn't find out the, the celebrity of him and things like that and so forth until the, the track, you know, came out. Then mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, he's big. You know, and then so I was being told continuously, you know, you should be really honored to have worked with him, you know, and everything and so forth. And afterwards, I began to travel and stuff. I did. I was like, oh, wow, you know, this is something, you know, (laughs) and everything. So it didn't hit, everything hit me late because I I just wasn't prepared. I didn't have anybody there that was you know, leading and guiding me to say, Okay, this is gonna happen, that's gonna happen, this is gonna happen. You know. No. I was just coming into it as I, as it came. You know, and but right. he he he's a wonderful person. Wonderful person. Very sweet.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's and then, you know, with that uh with that um First album, this is it. With you know, along with Danny, I mean, you worked with Kevin, um, Kevin Fisher, and Peter, you know, Peter Roho- Rohofer and Club Sixty Nine and all that. And you had, you know, "Music Is the Answer," "Be Yourself," and you know, "Messing with My Mind" and much, much more on that. And um, we're going to touch on that. We're going to take our first little break here. And um, on the break, you're going to hear a piece of the song we're talking about, "Music Is the Answer" with Danny Teneglia. And um, we'll be right back with Salida.
4: Dancing. And- Dancing. Grooving, keep on moving Flying, stop your crying Choosing, while you're cruising Music is the answer to your problems Keep on moving, then you can solve them If you feel that you can't take no more And your feet are headed for the door Yeah, keep on dancing this is crystal waters and you're listening to my favorite
2: prince troy Bronstein, on prince amongst queens on voiceamerica.com
1: in the spirit of have couch will travel dr carol lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it but now there's an answer Voice America Network proudly presents the Catherine Zock Show for women, men, children, and families. Catherine magically combines her compassion, experience, and talent to bring listeners a show that's upbeat, informative, and yes, a little sassy. Tune in every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern to the Catherine Zock
4: Show on the Voice America channel. Dive on in. That's right. Dive on into my favorite prince among queens. Troy Bronstein, you tell him Debbie Halliday sent ya.
0: listening to Prince Among Queens with Troy Bronstein. To reach the show today, call in to one 472 5788 That's 1-866-472-5788. You can also reach out by email to Troy at t-besttalentagency.com. Now, back to Prince Among Queens.
1: All right, welcome back. We are here with House Diva, spoken word, awesome person, Miss Alita. So we're gonna continue on here. We were spot. We were speaking about the first album uh, that you had, and just but this is it. And um, on there, how you had um, music is the answer uh, with Danny Tenaglia, and then um, twisted. You know, got some uh, you know heavy name producers on there. Um, Kevin Fisher, and oh, yeah. you know, Peter Rohofer and um, you know. Morris the album this is it, yeah, Morris Joshua. Yeah. It um, had the club hit, you know, "Music Is the Answer" on it, as well as "The Underground and Messing with My Mind," like I had said before. And um, I know that your main agenda, which you mentioned, you know, is to to send the universal message of love and acceptance of race and color, gender, sexual preference, and healing power of music and. Um, you know, they've got on here, you know, in some of the notes on how amazingly bold it was of you, you know, to to do that, but it's fascinating and intriguing and, you know, basically cemented you as being a diva, you know, with that album okay. and, uh, and the songs we on say there. So, okay. Right? <laughs> so yeah, your, collabor- say your collaboration with Peter Rohoffer with The Underground, now, that mm-hmm. song also was a number one hit um, for you. And that song, uh, in working with you, for myself, seems like it doesn't have, you know, uh, its legs have shoes on it all the time. That song yeah. just keeps coming up and coming up. It's and coming universal. Up
2: and... it, it has taken on a whole nother life of itself. Mm-hmm. It really has. And um, when I first um, recorded it, in new york um and things like that you know i was supposed to been working with peter and uh he wanted me to do a remake of uh captain and love will keep us together okay (laughs) and i'm standing up there and listening to him um you know try to guide me through this and then you know i got love to keep it together Love Will Keep Us Together, you know, from the 70s in my head. But mm-hmm. then he's got all this music, electronic music going on, and I just couldn't put the two together. And, you know, and I'm one of those type of people. If it's not for me, I don't feel it. It's not for me. <laughs> and so I kept telling him, I'm, I'm not feeling this. I'm not feeling this. I said, this is not for me, Peter. You know, oh, try it, Toledo. you will love it. I said, I'm trying it, and I'm not loving it, and I'm not feeling it because I'm not making the connection between the music and the lyrics here. You know, so after we tried that, tried it, and it didn't work, he said, okay, well, what else do you have? And then I um, was looking in my because I bought a stack of songs with me. I said, well, I got this one I wrote about, you know, um, when I went to this club. And it was downstairs, you know. I went, We went to this party, and it was like in the underground. It was like you had to go down the stairs deep, and then down there was, you know, all the lights and stuff like that and so forth. So I wrote about it. I said, but I'm not singing it. I'm speaking it. You know, so he said, we'll do it. And next thing I know, I started doing it. And um, he started to put little beats to it as I was doing it. And next thing you know, you know, he was—he had me do that about ten times, song over, over, over again, you know, and everything. And then I was like, okay, what else you want? He said, I think that's it for (laughs) the (laughs) night. And I went back to the hotel, and you know, and uh, uh, next thing you know, him and my management at the time, you know, they worked out things and so forth, and you know, um, he released that as one of the first singles of the first year on his uh, on his label. And next thing I know, it just blew up. And it has been blowing up and doing its thing ever since. I mean, there are so many remixes of it, and so many, just so many, they will not let that song die. I get so many mixes, at least one or two mixes a week, from producers and remixers that have done a mix and want me to listen to it I presume to approve it you know and everything because without my say so because I own the whole song they can't do any, they can't put it to a label or put it out you right, know right. but you know some of it's successful they get out and some of it's not but it has a whole thing of itself and it's like the others it's an anthem that when I'm getting gone it'll still be doing its thing you know you know, so I'm grateful for that. I'm just grateful. I never knew, never thought. Right. You know, but I'm
1: just grateful. And it's cool because it's got that spoken word in it. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and then the beat and then the dance beat and everything. And then you go back to, you know, this, the, the speaking part. It's, it's, it was a very um, clever combination with you and, and, and Peter. And I guess so that led to actually um, you left Twisted and then went to Peter's label, which was Star 69 Records. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah. and then then you had the track that uh, you did, I think, was your first release on Star 69 was Free Your Mind?
2: No, the first release was uh, The Underground um, on Star 69. Then Free Your Mind came, no, was it Free Your Mind?
3: Yeah, Free um, Your Mind was, no, was the...
2: Right after that came um, Let the Music Use You Up. That was the next one.
4: Okay. You
1: know,
2: and then came free your mind, got it with uh Eastmove,
1: I forgot all about let the music use you up,
2: yeah to yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> now, that was
2: a big big one you know yeah. um I' you know it just had me going all over again, you know, and everything, and that 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 lasted for a couple of years, and then I worked with Eastmove, and we did free Your mind. And then that went and did its thing. It didn't reach number one, but because of the message, it just ran all over, you know. Mm-hmm. And well, it went number two, I wrote, so
1: close enough.
2: Yeah, 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 <laughs> you know. Um, and that was about, you know, looking at people relate to other people and just making an assumption on them mm-hmm. without knowing their story. You know, and we still we, oh, we're so entrenched in that today, but you know, how can you make an assumption about somebody or speak on somebody's life or what well who they are when you don't even know them and you don't know their story, you don't know what they've come to come through to get to where they are now. Mm-hmm. so but if you open your mind and open that communication up, you'll find out that this person. Is just more than what they look like, or more than what they sound like. They have a whole story here that needs to be told because it can lift somebody else up that may be going through a similar situation.
1: Right, right. Well, the the that whole part about being you know receptive to people in their different cultures and you know not giving up on your dreams, you know, free your mind. That was also uh, recorded and released um, around nine eleven. Right. So yeah. People were really tripping, you know, um, on different races and and all that stuff.
2: They were going through. They were going through, you know. So, you know, it came at the right time, you Mm -hmm. know. That's all I can say, you know. And it wasn't planned that way because we never know what's going to happen tomorrow. But when that hit, next thing you know, 9-11, and then, you know, um, it was an inspiration to the club kids. Mm -hmm. You know, it was an inspiration that you know, open your mind to other people and other experience and expose yourself to other cultures and things like that. You know, because we'll find out, shit, we got more in common with each other than we really <laughs> realize.
1: That's, that's very know? true. That's very true. And yeah. And it's funny on how, you know, I was just saying, you know, back back in nine eleven how people, you know, would just instantly, you know, you'd see a Middle Eastern person and you would instantly judge or you would have mm-hmm. that fear, you know, fear mm-hmm. in you. And same thing now that we're doing with this whole COVID thing. They were doing to the Asian community that same thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? They were yeah. just blaming, yeah. you know, anybody that was Asian and you, know, you did it. That you
2: know? it, it, it just <clears> makes <throat> no sense because... You know, you're going to uh, take something out on a person that has been living here all of their life, born and raised here, you know, and everything that's you know, or they, they you know, they, they came here and started a life and everything, and so they have nothing to do with what went on in China or anything else. Mm-hmm. They've been here with you, and because of the color of their skin or the look of their face, you're going to attack them. That's ignorance upon ignorance, you know, (laughs) and I don't know what it's going to take. You know, I thought COVID would put us in a place to realize nobody's bigger, nobody's better, nobody's skin is better, nobody's nothing. We're all in this boat of life together, swim or sink, Mm -hmm. fail or go up. We're, We're all in it together. But I don't know. It some people has done that. Many people has done that for. Many people it has divided us more. And I think that's because of um, that thinking, you know, that that hatred thinking. You can't have that, you know. When you allow that that negative thinking to come in, once you open that door, here come all of the other bad stuff with it.
1: Yeah, all the other and bullshit coming behind it. it.
2: You, you're just gone. You know, love has no place with that because that's not positive, you know. So you're either going to open up and let the love in. And even though you don't understand, you're going to still love and try to find out. But once you let the negativity in, oh, boy, it's hard. You got to fight to get it out, you know. (laughs) And I try not to even go down that road. You know, my thing now is just peace and love. It may sound, you know, kind of corny, but that's what I'm about. I've seen enough of the neg- negativity. I've heard enough of it,
1: mm-hmm. you know. Well, hold that, th- hold that thought. Hold that thought because we're going to mm-hmm. take another quick break here. We've got to take another break. And we're going to play a piece of that song, The Underground, uh, the, for, the spoken word um, part on there. And we'll be right back with Salita.
4: Take you on a trip. Just a simple journey. A journey full of sound and beats. One that will lead you down. Way down. To tremble and your hands become just a little nimble the underground
3: become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america
2: hi this is jeannie tracy you're listening to our favorite prince boy brunstein on prince among queens on voiceamerica.com
3: Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business.
0: philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time.
4: Hi, this is Linda Clifford, and you're listening to A Prince Among Queens featuring Troy Bronstein.
0: listening to Prince Among Queens with Troy Bronstein. To reach the show today, call into to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You can also reach out by email to troy at t-besttalentagency.com. Now, back to Prince Among Queens.
1: All right, welcome back. We are here with our special guest, Salita, And... So, from that point with Star 69 Records, basically um, moved on and, and re collaborated again with Rob Stefano and Twisted uh, Records. And um, you did the track Dirty Filthy with uh, Super Chembo, aka Tom Stefan. Um, and that basically, you, you know, came back to the club music that you love to write and perform about. So, um, I know that was a yeah. funky dirty funky sound like you say in, in the beats but how is that working with Tom
2: oh Tom has always you know from the day one that we met you know in the Twisted Days uh, I met him in um, England you know and I was doing a show and at his club was tight space and sweaty you know and all that but I was up there you know I started giving it all. And next thing I know, I hear all of these echoes and all of that, you know, coming with my voice as I'm singing with the sound. And I'm I'm looking back, and I see him, and I'm giving him the eye, like, don't do that, you know, (laughs) because you're throwing (laughs) me off, you know. And he's just going ahead and everything. So when the song ended, I told him, I said, now, baby, I don't know who you are. I love you, but don't do that. I said, "That throws me off." I said, "You know, because I'm, I'm listening, you know, the feedback, and you're, you're making it sound totally different than what I originally recorded, you know, and everything. So he did the rest of the show, and after that we met, and it was just like magic. It was like um, um, music, a love of music and appreciation for each other, and it just has been. It has been, and I just love him so much because working with him is so special because I don't care if I sing Mary Had a Little Lamb, he gets it, Mm -hmm. you know? He gets it right away, and he'll reach out to me and say, hey, hey, listen, Um, I I hear a song, I hear you singing it, you know, this is the hook, what can you do with this? And within a couple of days, I'll come back to him and tell him, okay, I got it. You know, um, first verse, a hook, a few reframes, send me some music. Send me what you hear, and I can put it with it. And whatever he sends me, (laughs) I can, you know, I never get anything from him where I cannot match it to the music. I just hear it, and it just matches right away.
1: Right, right. Well, I mean, you guys definitely click together because... Dirty, filthy went number one, so it gave you another number one hit, and um, yeah, you know, it, it, it just gain that spot for yourself. Um, yeah. After that, yeah. After that uh, you had a, another single, amazing, that came out on Nervous Records.
2: Yeah, that was with, uh, uh was that with? Mike Cruz, Mike mm-hmm. Cruz, and that's another one. You know, I got introduced to him through my old management, and uh, we just had a vibe. We just had a vibe, you know. He has that uh, kind of uh, Latin, Puerto Rican vibe to him
4: mm-hmm. as
2: far as knowing him. And that kind of, and you know, Latin people, I don't care where they are and what's happening. They get sold. They get it. And that's what we got together. And, hey, we've been doing some things on and off since then. You know, mm-hmm. I just love him. I just love him you know he's a sweetheart he's a sweetheart
1: yeah no, he's a he's a nice guy he's a, he's a nice guy i met him through Anaya a day um, yeah yeah and then and then he did that track with you so
2: yeah yeah so that went i think that did that, i think that went to number 1 did it I,
1: don't know. I i'm not sure if that went to number 1 or if it was top 10 um, to be honest okay. on that track um, yeah. cuz after I that i think
2: it did because i remember um me, Martha Wash was going to number one one week, and I was going to num- number one the next week. And mm-hmm. me and, at that time, me and Martha Wash were a part of um, uh, a religious organization. And I didn't even know that she was a part of it until that summer when we had the convention. And here she comes down the line to take communion. And I'm <laughs> like, wow, you know. And everything, <laughs> and then next that fall is when it was back to back her and then me. Wow! Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: That's funny. That's funny how it all everything always goes in a full complete it, circle. It has its own know?
2: thing. It, it has a vibe to it, and it plays out as you live it. And mm. sometimes, you know, it, you get you hit many rough spots in it, especially in the music business. Oh, yeah. but when when that vibe comes together uh, it's magic. you know that that's universal you're in the right place at the right time
1: right Earth, the stars are aligned at that point in time so, yes, you know. yes and then from there um, another DJ who became famous in her own right mind DJ Tracy Young um, and she actually started her own label at the time Feroche and signed you to do a track which was Good Time
2: yes yes uh, that was through my crew that was mm-hmm. the he did the uh, main mix um and everything. And "Good Times" was a song. I had wrote, oh my God, I wrote that way before the music, way before music anything. Mm-hmm. I just was looking through some songs, and I came up with that. And so I called my crew and I said, hey, listen, I found this song I wrote a long time ago. I mean, years ago. This is, like, late 80s, and it's called Good Time, you know. And uh, so he said, well, sing it. I sang a little bit over the phone, and he said, okay, I'm going to send you some music, you know, and you work it. And I took that song and rehashed it, you know, to the music and everything, and that's what we came up with, and, um... He shopped it to Tracy Young, let her hear it, you know, and she was like, "Okay, I want that." And so, next thing you know, that came out on her label, and then on her um, her Genesis mix album for her mm-hmm. big party, um, like New Year's party. That's whatever. right. I forgot and about the
1: Genesis, that whole Genesis thing.
2: Yeah, and uh, so I performed it there, and uh, you know, with all the other hits and stuff, and. That was a great success. That was a great success.
1: Yeah, and it's it's um it's interesting because, you know, everybody in the business, especially in the dance industry and in the house industry, everybody knows everybody and it's it's you know, um in your career, I mean, you have, you know, gone back and forth and back and forth and back and forth between the different, you know, between the different labels. And it's just because everybody's mind is always in a different mindset at the time. And it's like, right. okay, this isn't going to oh, work, yeah. so let me go over yeah. here. So, you know, it's it's just looking yeah. at your, you know, your discography and you see, you know, nervous then you see, you know, um, uh, you see nervous and you see twisted, then you see nervous again, then back to twisted and then ferocious. And then <laughs> so, but that's, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. for those of you that are listening, yeah. that's why that happens. Because, you know, the artist is in a, in a mindset and the label is in a mindset and they, you know, kind of clash on what they think is is right or what the artist should do. Right. And, and yeah. It, and they
2: clash you know. on, you know, what kind of, you know, the sound of house music and dance music changes. Mm-hmm. It always stays in the same realm. Okay, right. or it's, beats it's, per it's minute like yeah, right. but it changes where where different labels are concerned. sometimes they're into this a more a more technonic tronic type sound and mm-hmm. upbeat or whatever then they then they get into a more smoother groove or whatever still dance, you know, then sometimes they get into a more housey you know kind of traditional housey sound you know retro housey sound and everything so you know you have to go with what they feel if it doesn't work with this label you know they're not feeling it then that label over there may be feeling it and that's where they are right now right exactly so
1: yeah that's very true because after that we went back to star 69 and um did believe in the music
2: yeah yeah that was my last record with peter And um, we did that, and it was quite a success again, you know, and everything. And um, um, then I think it was the next year or the year after or something, I wrote another track as a follow-up to that. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I talked to him, um, I kind of tell something was wrong. I didn't know what was wrong. Right. You know, but I could tell something was because he didn't have that exuberance that he usually had. He was tired you because know, he was, cause he was dying.
1: I mean, you know. Yeah,
2: he was sick. He was sick, and so I sung a couple of lines, and he said, "I'm gonna send you some music," and never heard. It, and the next thing I know, he's in the hospital that January, and then by the, I think that April or something like that, he was gone. Yeah. You know. So, um, but that song, um, I have went back in the studio and have redone with Suzanne Palmer mm-hmm. as a duet, as a um tribute. Because me and her were you know, we went from twisted together to Peter's label together mm-hmm. and things like that. So I, I wanted her to do it as a as a tribute song to him and to uh, uh Frankie Knuckles. He was very inspirational, you know, being the house, Godfather of House that he was. Right. And everything, it still is in my book. Um, and to you know, more recently, Kim English, who I traveled with and sang with, and had so many inspirational conversations with, and uh, just just some. It, and then it's come down to all of those we've lost in COVID, not just the COVID, but all of those we've lost along the way that have touched my life. And mm. I got to know in this business, and so it's just a tribute now, just to every, believe in the music. The music right. will bring you through when you're going through hell and high water. Oh, baby, put on something. I guarantee <laughs> you, if it's something that's really hitting it, you will feel better when when you, you when you think about it. It, it will that, lift you, lift that spirit.
1: That, that's know? very true. So, and um, we're going to take yeah. another break here, real quick, and we're going to play a track. Um, which actually had a couple different names and I think it's Tear It Up is how it ended up coming. Is that the correct title, Selena? Tear It Up. Or was it the or was it um the children to the dance floor? Which way did it go? Um, um there
2: was uh there was like
1: <laughs> well, either way, dance either way <laughs> we're gonna take a break, you're gonna hear a piece of that track and we'll
3: be right back with Selena. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Live the way you wanna live
4: Love who you wanna love Be strong with all your might, And keep on walking in your special light And tear it up y'all Got to tear it up Live the way you want to live Love Be strong with all your might, and keep on walking in your special light, and tear it up, y'all. Got to tear it up. I'll come out, come out, come out,
3: hey follow the voice america variety channel on twitter our hosts always have something to say and we know that you do too we tweet on today's hot topics and you're welcome to follow us speak up and join in at voice am variety that's at voice am variety dive on in
4: that's right dive on into my favorite prince among queens troy bronstein you tell him debbie holiday sent you
3: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
0: Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy,
3: The Variety Channel.
4: Hey family, this is Robin S. And you're listening
2: to Prince Among Queens with my brother from another mother, Troy Bronstein.
0: You're listening to Prince Among Queens with Troy Bronstein. To reach the show today, call into 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. 5788. You can also reach out by email to Troy at t-besttalentagency.com Now, back to Prince Among Queens.
1: Now that we've got uh, three minutes to close, let's um, go right to your favorites, Salita You've got uh, the okay. three favorites, your city, your show, and your song. So um, the city can be, like I said, uh, anything that you – a city that you like to travel to. It doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. have to be a city that you perform in. Um, the show, okay. it could be because of the audience was huge. Uh, it could be because the people were amazing, um, and then the song – you know, a song that you enjoy singing. Okay. Uh, so.
2: the first one would be, uh, the city. Um, what is that? Uh, be yourself. Um, that was an experience I had in, uh, San Francisco, a show I did at the, uh, end up. Mm-hmm. And, um, there was a young man in a wheelchair beside the stage. And, um, you know you could tell he was quite ill and everything, but as I'm singing this song and things like that, and stomping it out and going forth, I look over and the next thing I know he is standing in front of the wheelchair, and he's just waving, you know I mean not you know vigorously, but he's just he's just going back and forth, mm. and that choked me up, <laughs> you know it choked me up, and after the show, I had him come back to the dressing room and and he was telling me he had been following me and all of that, and it just just wore me cool. out. Wore me so out.
3: So would that
1: be your that would be your favorite show? So what about your favorite city? Would it be San Francisco where that club is? Because we got two minutes left.
2: Um, New York. New York. New York is New my York. favorite city because New York recognized me. They heard me. You know that's why I first got everything pr- promoted and produced, and things like that, and so forth, and they heard me they they just and once they heard me, they enveloped me, and you know mm-hmm. from New York being connected to the rest of the world, that's where everything started
0: you right. know
1: so New York Faith, what about song
2: um oh wow, I have so many um be yourself, be yourself, mm-hmm. be yourself, just be you, just be you mm-hmm. that that I wrote that from experience I had from someone I knew that with every time we worked worked together and every time they got around uh, other people, they would change, you know, because they didn't want anyone to know they were gay and everything. And, you know, one day they got on my nerves, and when the people had left, I told them, I said, honey, why can't you just be you? Be yourself. I said, because this changing things. I said, that's going to drive you nuts. Right. You have to just be who you are. Let them, and if you want to let them know, that's fine. If you don't, but don't change who you are for anyone because you're doing something for them, not for you. And the main thing is about loving you and accepting you and being you. So you- that will be be yourself.
1: Yeah. There you go. And on that note, we're going to say thank you, Salita. It was a great, uh, had a great time. I want to apologize to the audience. I didn't get my last clue on that section, so we were just talking. And, um, <laughs> we, you know, that it, it is what it is. So anyways, yeah. join us next week again at the same time. My name is Troy Bronstein, and thanks for listening to my show, Prince Among Queens. And Salita, thank you for being my guest, and I'll see everybody thank next you. week.
0: Thank you for listening to Prince Among Queens. Be sure to join host Troy Bronstein for another great episode next Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until then, enjoy your week.